0: Welcome to the American Intelligence Media Radio Network. I'm your host, Thomas Paine. And today, John Barnwell is with me and we're going to be discussing C60. Welcome, John. You created quite a stir after being on the show recently. You discussed C60 and people are freaking out over 5G and they believe, from what you told them, C60 is gonna help them and we had so many people write in saying they're gonna build Faraday cages around their smart meters and they're going to get Schungite, and they're gonna wear it and they're gonna get themselves, some of them their Buckminster C60s and drink it and put it on their body and who knows what. Anyway, people f- are freaking because we wrote an article. Unfortunately, as we usually do, as you well know, the anonymous patriots uncover things that are kind of terrifying. And then we have to sound the alarm, but we also suggest suggestions to antidote, and that's what today is about. We're going to carry on with the conversation because so many people wrote in and said, can you tell us more about C60 and more about that stuff John Barnwell was talking about? So basically, John, let me just uh, frame this. Um, Buckminster Fullerene is, C60 stands for carbon 60. I'll give the very simple thing that I can tell them about it. and that basically I take it, it's an oil, they put in an olive oil, and it's supposed to not only lengthen your life, but it's supposed to handle all this radiation and coherence and all this good stuff. But there's many, 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 many things to it. Um, But I just wonder, John, have you started building your geodesic dome in the backyard? Because uh, I helped build one once, but they are not pentagrams and they are not hexagons. They are triangles. So when you think, Buckminster Fuller and geodesic domes, you're actually not quite going down the right avenue, I assume, John. Is that correct?
1: When you get into uh, Buckminster Fuller, you're entering into uh, really a broad landscape of geometrical thinking, and uh, his basic geodesic dome is is formulated or shaped from, from triangles. That's true. You know, you, but you have a lot of different uh, practical designs that he worked with uh, that incorporate different aspects of, of uh, spherical geometry. I think that the, the main point in uh, Buckminster Fuller's view of design is that when he looked to nature, he saw that the fundamental within nature's uh, creative processes was based on a a spherical design. And so he became intrigued by that and he became intrigued by all the various forms of of geometry that could uh, complement that quest for a spherical shape that was found by him to be so harmonious.
0: So then C60, there's also C70, C80, are those spherical also?
1: Well, actually, uh, what you have with, with your C60, uh, you have uh, your uh, 20 hexagons uh, complemented by 12 uh, pentagons. Now, when you start expanding into C70 and all the various permutations, There's an addition of uh, hexagons, but there's always 12 pentagons because it's the pentagons that give you that curvature that that provides the spherical shape. This can be seen in a tortoise shell, for example. Uh, If you look on the back of a tortoise, you'll see that it's uh, a series of of hexagons, but as it goes towards the ends, it uses the geometry of a pentagon to give its curved shape. Ah,
0: so basically, uh, isn't it uh, uh, Lao Tzu, who looked on the back of the turtle shell and found the I Ching? So what are you saying, John? Confucius say, eat buckyballs?
1: (laughs) Well, actually, that was King Wen. That, that looked on the, the back of a tortoiseshell and saw the hexagrams of the Yi Ching. But it does tie into Lao Tzu because Lao Tzu's name is Chinese for little turtle. So uh, they have a veneration for turtles in the Orient because uh, well, they, some of them really live a long time. And uh, so it's a symbol of longevity.
0: Well, the Chinese were obsessed with longevity. They went after mercury and they poisoned themselves to death with a early death. Instead of elongating their life, getting some towards eternity, because that's what these kings, you know, they had all wealth, all power. So what were they supposed to do? It's just kind of like Eric Schmidt. It's kind of like, you know, dude Zuckerberg. It's these, but Eric Schmidt, because he's older, you know, they, they got so much money. The only thing they can think about is how to extend their lives and, unfortunately, and, and, and how to... Well, we won't go in that, into that. But was do the Chinese know about C60, John? I mean, uh, Shungite is from Russia. Uh, uh, I understand that sometimes uh, Shungite and water uh, creates these uh, C60s, because of C60s in Shungite. So the Chinese seem to know everything before everybody else. Did they know about Shungite or did they know about C60s, do you think?
1: Well, uh, you know, we, there's been all manner of speculation. About C60, uh, it's something that really only uh, made its appearance in in modern science uh, in the in the 80s, and there was the the uh, Nobel Prize that was received by the, by the scientists who who were attributed with with coming up with it. So uh, there's actually a ton of research being done on C60, It's it's been combined with a lot of different uh, chemical compositions and it's, it's currently under study all over the place because of course uh, your uh, pharmaceutical companies love to come up with proprietary formulas that they can patent and they can make money off and there is no patent on C60 as itself as uh, unique as it is it's something that naturally occurs uh it's uh well if you look at like carbon black that that is used by by artists for example that was uh, or india ink, uh things that are made from uh just using like what one would call lamp black or basically the carbon that's put out by a flame and capturing it, and then and then uh, harvesting that and putting it in a solution and using it for pigment or ink or what have you. Uh, a lot of the uh, well in Russian iconography is was pointed out to us uh, by our friend Michael, who was the the uh, creator of uh, social media, by the way. Michael McKibben, uh, he pointed out, because he's uh, quite knowledgeable on Eastern Orthodox art, that uh, they use Shungite uh, for producing uh, pigment to to make the icons in, in Russian Orthodox. But again, uh, a lot of that had more to do with availability, in that there were Shungite deposits, and it's Shungite is a, is a carbon form of carbon that has, you know, oh, maybe 3 to 6% of C60 content, but it was an easily harvestable form of carbon, so it became used for pigment and all that. And, I, you know, there's really no indication that there were any particular properties necessarily, although there may have been. I don't speak Russian, so I've been unable to research that uh, after uh, Michael's comments to us just the other day. But uh, it's it's something, There's so again, with, with a, uh, something like this that we're putting together, this is food for thought. Uh, we're not attempting to treat, cure, or mitigate any diseases or anything like that. We're not making money off C60. I don't sell it. You don't sell it. It's just something that we found that we think that there should be more people aware of and that uh, as a, an aspect of, of citizen research, which has become something that's so prominent these days because what's coming out of our traditional uh, media and out of uh, corporate uh, environment has not really been citizen friendly so we're up to our own devices and and uh, we don't have operating manuals in fact that led bull book Buck, buckminster fuller to his One main book for the public was Operating Manual for Spaceship Earth.
0: There's a lot of speculation about Shungite. And so when we talk about um, the icons and the fact that Michael was explaining to us the Shungite is laid down as the black surface behind it all, and then metals, silver, gold, copper, brass, uh, iron, are and other metals are laid down, and and I knew a person who was making some of these icons in a Greek Orthodox version of it. And he said, oh no, this is basically what is called Electrolux. These icons actually emit energy. But what I had no idea is that shungite can be put into an electrical circuit and it acts as if it is a conductive, very very beautiful conductor. And many say that if you put shungite into an active electric circuit, it stops what is called dirty electricity and causes the circuit, to cohere and to become more harmonic and work better and more efficiently, which is a bizarre thing. So perhaps it's the carrier wave between these other metals used in these icons as sheer speculation. But one thing I do know is my friend said that it was alchemical and that yes, they emit energy and that they are used, he used to say that they, um, when the storm was coming at them, he was at a monastery at the top of a very small mountain and they were afraid of the storm. They'd take out their most uh, prized icon, take it out, and hold it in front of the storm, and the storm would break into two parts and go around their monastery. So it's you know reputed to have all kinds of power. And so people ask us last time after the broadcast, where do I get a hold of these uh, safe space devices? Where did I get a hold of you know Searle devices or anything that I happened to accidentally mention? <laughs> and I didn't want to mention any of them. Because just as you say, then we have to do a disclaimer. We're not doctors, we're not recommending anything, we're not recommending anything, anybody. I think there were some links put onto the site of a place you can go, a few places you can go where these people are experts and they can tell you just about any device there is out there. There are so many of them, we cannot enumerate them. As a matter of fact, at one point, we were gonna open a thing called the Quantum Parlor. So just our friends could see the devices we had accumulated to take care of these kind of things. Amazing devices, which we're not going to go into description of here today, but we called it the quantum parlor, and basically it was too many things to have to share with people, and there was just it was just too big, and so there's a lot. All you have to do is is Google any of this, and you will come up with all kinds of things. But what John understands is why C60 might have something to do with in some biochemical way of antidoting what are called radio frequency radiations, or we call EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, or basically just all those terrible billions of waves that are shooting through our bodies all the time. So John, how does C60 help with what we had been coining as the, you know, the 5G radiation? How, how does it help uh, antidote that?
1: Well, I think uh, what we're looking at here uh, is something that, that is, Working on, on uh, numerous levels. And uh, again, my primary emphasis in the last video we did was the ability of C60 in combination with, with olive oil, as were done by the original studies by Dr. Fafi Musa. And he did his studies with, with uh, laboratory rats, what are called uh, Wister rats and they're rats that normally live for two years and they end up dying uh, at, the, at the end of the two year period, either from cancer or from pneumonia. Uh, the basic degenerative type conditions can set in uh, as they don't have any telomeres on the ends of their their uh, DNA chromosomes. Uh, they theoretically uh, don't have a, a, a life clock, so to speak, written into their DNA and could go on and on until they get taken out by something uh, uh, that is uh, a degenerative condition of some sort or by some disease. And so uh, they're unlike human beings who have telomeres. And once the telomere a store on the end of our our uh, chromosomes is used up, they're like caps on the end of the chromosomes, a little bit is is used every time a cell replicates and once we run out of telomeres that cell no longer replicates. So uh, there are some people that are trying to figure out the relationship of uh, C60 uh, in combination with olive oil and how that might have some effect on the telomeres. Some people are speculating that it helps protect them from oxidative stress. There are even other people that are speculating maybe it's possible that they could contribute towards a lengthening of telomeres, but the jury's out on all those things. When you get into what you're talking about with all of these fields, again, I think that that more closely approximates what has happened in the laboratory rat studies with uh, radiation to where they found that that rats that were given the solution of C60 with the uh, extra virgin olive oil, that that protected them from the radiation and they didn't suffer any deleterious effects. Now you could say, well, how would that be similar to uh, radio wave contamination and all of that? And what you could say is that uh, with radioactivity, what you have are uh, particles coming from whatever is the radioactive source is coming in and disrupting uh, the uh, substrata, the, the, the actual uh, composition substrata of cellular tissue and blood cells, everything else that is a basic degeneration. Now that's very much uh, similar to what happens in oxidative stress in that in oxidative stress you have uh, a free radical coming into uh, relation with uh, healthy tissue and scavenging electrons causing it a degeneration of tissue. So there's something uh, disruptive on an atomic level happening there. Now, we could speculate further and say that that's very possibly what's happening uh, when people are exposed to excessive amounts of these various electrowave, microwave, and so on and so forth that these are disruptive on an atomic level of the electron rings and so that in that sense uh, could be a real analog in the very real sense of the disruption that occurs through uh, either free radicals or also with with radiation and anything that you can do to help promote uh, proper homeostasis or balance is going to be helpful. I point back to this, the observations of George Ashawa, the founder of the Macrobotic Foundation, and he found that people that lived by the ocean Quite close to Hiroshima and Nagasaki, who were hit by atomic bombs, but yet the people that lived on the ocean and did not eat Western food, but ate traditional Japanese food that was high in uh, sea vegetables, you know, like seaweed and and uh, various uh, ocean-sourced uh, uh, plant life and, and fish, that that they did not suffer the the uh, bad effects of radiation, the radiation burn and all of that, they were the ones that, that survived uh, that Holocaust the best. And so he figured that it was the sea salt was, was the magic component. But then again, if you look at sea salt, you say, what is sea salt? Well, if you look at the the uh, cellular fluids and the the intracellular and extracellular fluids, and your lymphatic and and your the serum and the blood and all of that, all those are analogs to seawater. They are meant to have the same mineral balance as the ocean. It's like you have an internal ocean going on there. So, in essence, by maintaining a proper balance. Uh, which is hard to do by taking one uh, element at a time, but it's best to get a really good source of, of sea salt. For example, I, I like the Himalayan salt. as it's, it's some of the most pristine and balanced that you can find, and that that's going to help maintain homeostasis. But as far as C60 is concerned, it seems to have uh, kind of a, a what you might call a cosmic ordering effect, in that when it's introduced into the body, it helps promote this this balance, this equilibrium of of the various forces. And also it, it seems to, uh, as the lipofullerine as it's called, which is your C60 combined with olive oil, uh, that tends to go into the body and route through the liver and distri- distribute it through the body uh, even enters uh, past uh, the blood-brain barrier into the brain, and that it can gain access to uh, the cells, enter into the cells, and uh, but they're, they're not done figuring out exactly what the mechanism is, but they seem to have a really beneficial effect on the mitochondria of the cells. And uh, the mitochondria, of course, is the the, that which is providing the energy for the cells, it produces the, the uh, ATP as it's as it's called, and that gives the cell energy. But uh, another stipulation is that, is that uh, when he uh, when Dr. Uh, Musa was providing this this lipofulene uh, he was trying to again find the LD fifty or the lethal dosage. That was the intent of his experiment, and so he front loaded them, as it's called. He gave them uh, large amounts relative to their body weight, but then he they only he only gave it to them twice a week as a maintenance. Once he had had provided uh, a larger amount. Uh, to uh, get the system started on it, and that the C60 seems to be able to neutralize free radical activity, but uh, it it doesn't become uh, reduced as a result of neutralizing the free radicals. That it's able to to uh, cause them to be transformed into harmless uh, substances. Uh, but there is another facet to this also because it's important to uh, keep your lipofullerene, your C60, with olive oil or any other oil out of light. Uh, you want to store it in a dark place. You, don't, you want to explode, expose it to light even infrared light, although uh, I think that the, the, the best way to formulate it would be to wear those night vision goggles while you're making it and do it in a dark closet or something like that because it, it tends to uh, have a, a negative effect on it by exposing it to light. And that's, that's one condition that can be added into this conversation. Uh, I mean, I could go on for a couple hours just... Uh, scanning over all the various uh, studies that are being done and the results. Uh, it's 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 truly incredible.
0: So c sixty seems to work from the inside, and I like that. You know I drink this c sixty oil you got me hooked on some time ago. It kind of tastes like what um, mo- you know recycled mo- motor oil from a fifty seven Chevy. It, you know, it doesn't have the best taste, and you don't put it on your body. you you just take a little tiny bit of this in the morning, and it's supposed to as you say, uh, kind of heal those telomeres that where your DNA at the end gets kind of uh, 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 ragtaggled and somehow it helps that and then it extends your life. Well, what you're saying then is the oxidative stress from all this radiation, from man-made radiation, can in fact antidote the degradation of DNA. And so that would be the instantaneous antidoting of these frequencies as they're occurring. Basically, is that what you're saying? And this is from the inside uh, through nutrition in in essence and something that we need. And uh, as a second question, are there other things that do that, that you can also take?
1: Well, uh, again, we're going back to what people, people are trying to develop concepts that can explain the kinds of results that they're getting, and when you get into uh, this again, you're getting into a speculative area. the The thing that they're most confident about saying is that it it does uh, reduce the amount of age-associated oxidative stress, but again, uh, they don't. They're not sure because see, they uh, the doctor. Uh, Musa, he gave olive oil without the C60 just to see what happened. He got a 15% uh, age-related increase just using olive oil. So that's a good thing to know. But it's when he combined the olive oil with the C60 that he got... uh, more than 90% increase in life expectancy for the, the Wistar rats in his, his laboratory. Now, if you get into to understanding uh, the way that the C60 is working, it appears it's able to recycle and, and repeat the activity of, of uh, scavenging uh, free radicals and do it over and over. And it also appears that it can accumulate in the mitochondria. Uh, it's been uh, determined to have a certain antiviral action and, and various properties related to uh, reduction in formation of tumors as is shown in the rat study because they, they were completely pristine without the, the usual tumors that tend to accumulate and bring about the demise of the rats. Now, uh, it's interesting because there's, there's uh, positive indications that are coming out regarding uh, helping out in the production of the hormones in the glandular system, and they know that there's certain, uh, even like just anecdotal stories you find all over the Internet of people that take it, and they find greater clarity in thinking, so that people are speculating that this could be Uh, helpful in uh, putting off the onset of dementia or Alzheimer's and things like that but again this is all in in the early stages and since this only came into the scene just a few years ago there isn't anybody around that's that's uh, you know hasn't been doing it long enough to be able to see if this advanced age thing is going to pan out, and to be perfectly honest, if you look at the 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 uh, the weight index of the rats relative to the amounts that they were given, most people aren't doing uh, as much as, as as was given to the rats based on their their. Uh, uh, size and weight and so forth. But I think personally that just getting any amounts of these is beneficial uh, given that it it's in the right form and it's not exposed to sunlight. Uh, but the mechanism, we really don't know what it is, because uh, it, it doesn't appear that, that that these these buckyballs or fullerenes are are breaking up in the process, that they appear to be able to take part in certain uh, chemistry within the cell and then uh, recycle that they, we, uh, it appears that they can they store within uh, the, the fat of the body and perform functions in there that help uh, maintain a healthy uh, biological environment. For all the processes related to fat, which is really key to understanding the effects in the brain, because your brain is largely a big, uh, big ball of fat with nerves running through it. I take so, that personally, you know. I mean, when you talk about <laughs> me that way, well, now, now you know when somebody calls you a fathead, <laughs> it's actually a compliment. Oh, thank you, thank you. But uh, you know, you have this whole thing that that everybody's been chasing. Relative to the balance of uh, the various uh, omegas threes, sixes, and nines, which cannot be a- underestimated, and so it, for most people, actually just inducing uh, or, or including in their in their diet some some uh, healthy oils that that haven't been. Uh, put through any kind of weird chemical processes or, or anything like that, or heating, is going to be very, very beneficial in the first place. and uh, well, so But so- we do...
0: Since I get to speculate on this one, you said I get to speculate, right? I'm yeah. gonna speculate here, because what you just described, the healing of the telomeres, when people say, okay, I got all this bombarding hitting my body all the time from EMF, so I'm gonna take a little teensy bit of oil, and inside that oil is a little teensy bit of c 60 and somehow that's going to stop and help, or stop or help heal uh, you know, this bombardment. Well, I know from some research Well, I don't know, but I've seen from some research that they say there are frequencies, literally sound frequencies, basically, or frequencies that are being used that can make the same telomeres at the end of your DNA be healed so that they're no longer uh, breaking into pieces. And so they can do this with a frequency. I've heard that there are substances. I can name a few of them, but I don't wanna get in trouble. But uh, there's some substances you can take that also heal the telomeres. So, when you were just describing the C60s as something that doesn't really get depleted in the process and something that they get stored and they keep getting used and used, you're talking my language. That's the language of enzymes. That's the language of the miracle of the body, enzymes. Enzymes can conduct a 100 million, a billion, in some cases, a trillion reactions in one second. And yet, it does not deplete the enzyme at all well it sounds like buckyballs are like that so i have put forth my own theory i think i'll call this the thomas paine theory of uh, nonsense of uh whatever it is i'm talking about and what is going to uh happen here is that it's a frequency ah thomas paine says that enzymes are like frequencies and they don't die by the way enzymes do not die and it sounds like buckyballs might stick around at least for a long time so is it john possible that like enzymes that can do so many reactions, and they say that the form of the enzyme goes in and finds the exact cell that it wants to react, the exact thing it wants to react to, and it locks into it as a form, and then communicates to it, and then unlocks and goes to the next one. Not possible. That can't happen a trillion times in a second. So it has to be through some kind of morphic field or some frequency. Is it possible that it is the frequency of C60 that is somehow telling your DNA to replicate properly? Uh, and as again, uh, is there any other substance that we, that you know of that you have heard that does that, that is a substance you can literally take and, and eat? I've known of herbs that supposedly heal, heal, heal the telomeres, but I do not know of anything that can, except that I've heard of C60 that you can take through your mouth uh, I'm trying to get you to warm up to other things that I know you don't really want to talk about, but are there any other substances, John, that can do that? And do you think my uh, Thomas Paine theory of uh, a a nonsense uh, enzyme communication uh, could apply to C60s, that they're sending out a frequency and that frequency is what's telling the DNA to basically not fall apart at the end?
1: Well, that, that brings up an interesting concept because you could go and say, okay, well, what do we have here? We know that DNA is associated with with infrared, okay, because that is a key to its discovery, floating freely in outer space, and that we know that there's an infrared emission from uh, the the uh, buckyball form of carbon, and so in looking at that, you go, okay, well, what's what's up with that, and then you go. And you start looking into uh, far infrared therapy, for example. Uh, that's that's become you don't hear about it as much lately, but it's still very much out there, and it's it's very beneficial uh, for uh, cellular activity in general. And so you 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 could speculate that there's some kind of infrared therapy going on. Intracellular, which is co- quite an interesting uh, uh, concept to, to work with, and and I really don't know of any uh, analogs that are being done, but they they probably are being done somewhere. Uh, really, I think it, it for me it looks more like there's a what you might call a mitochondrial reset, in that it's it's. Able to constellate around the mitochondria with 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 the lipids, and that uh, it has what's what you call hydrophobic uh, tendency, meaning that it, it has an aversion to water, per se, and it, but it can incorporate itself directly into cell membranes, and uh, it can disrupt the pathways of certain things that. Are not, uh, shall we say, uh, good for the body and affect the action of uh, (coughs) superoxide dismutase, for example.
0: Fascinating, you know, the study that you've had to understand bioelectrical energy cellularly has, you know, led you to redox molecules and all your different research and the different types of substances that you actually have um, marketed and distributed to help people, and so tell me, seaweed is supposed to help stop radiation, right? And uh, aloe vera, I've heard, is something you can take that can help uh, for people who have uh, electro hypersensitivity Uh, and other such substances. I know you have a broad, broad spectrum of your uh, approach to nutrition and all the different things that you can take naturally that can uh, help these things. Do those substances, you think that they would help? Uh, seaweed, aloe vera, and other such things, uh, thistle, and these other things that we hear can help, not only with uh, radiation, but also with the elongation of life, you know, the uh, what everybody's looking for, a longer life.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I think that, that there's a lot of promise in that direction. Uh, if Really, with aloe vera, if you go back to uh, the late 40s, early 50s, the government... Was doing studies on radiation, and there's a book I have somewhere uh, in my library, uh, hidden away upstairs, very hard to find. But it, it's it's a study of of uh, these experiments and all of that, and and basically what the government found is they found that taking fresh aloe vera and and putting it on the little critters in the study, they would what they would do is they would. Do radiation burns on the rabbits. And then they'd have the control rabbits that got no treatment. And then they would put dried aloe vera on some. And then they put fresh aloe vera on others. Uh, the ones with fresh aloe vera are completely recovered. There was a moderate recovery with the with the the dried aloe vera, and then there was no, of course, no recovery at all from the ones that didn't receive any treatment. And uh, there was since uh, there was the isolation of the beta mana molecule in aloe vera, which uh, became very uh, popular with manitose. but then it became expensive, and they started using all all different forms uh that were not the same and they weren't getting the same effect and it's so you hardly hear about it anymore but aloe vera is truly truly remarkable uh, as as are sea vegetables uh i think that the amount of aloe vera i've personally consumed in my life is is uh Thousands of gallons, but it's only the inner gel. I wouldn't recommend anybody consuming internally uh, The outer part of the plant that's good for topical use on your skin But it's it not meant for internal use
0: You know our discussions of sungite made a lot of people go out and get it. And we got some and we started playing with more and more of it. And it is an amazing substance to put on your skin. Also, we recommended what Edgar Casey recommended, which is uh, ionized or, or carbon, you know, carbonated ionized iron, which is basically steel, anything steel, put it on your skin and it can stop these vibrations of viruses and also the uh, coheres and discharges the electromagnetic frequencies. But one thing that I just found, John, which is just amazing because I had speculated in my little speculative mind that silver would help. And yes, they found that if you take uh, bamboo fiber and you interweave silver into it, that this can stop the electromagnetic magnetic frequencies even penetrating into your body. Rudolf Steiner had said... Pete Moss would do the same, and some of his followers have created some clothes from Pete Moss where you can actually wear a substance that will collect this. Also, I mentioned this in another talk. There is, you can buy these now. They're jackets, and they have pads on them, and those pads collect electromagnetic frequency before it gets into your body and puts it into a battery that you wear in this little jacket that you wear. So you're actually collecting all these frequencies that are incoherent, cohering them into a charge for the battery that can then be used in your cell phone. So there are jillions of these kind of things. There's little tiny patches you can put on your cell phone, there's patches you can put on yourself, on and on and on. We mentioned biogeometry, we mentioned uh, safe space, we mentioned Spurro, we mentioned all these different things. So there's a lot out there. So though it is an amazingly uh, horrible assault upon us from these frequencies, especially going now from 4G microwave into 5G milliwave, it's getting more dynamic all the time. It's getting 10 times as bad when it goes to 5G. We want to continue this discussion. We want people to become awake. We want people to wake up, oh, look what happened. Even the top execs at Google, at Facebook come out, and and Twitter, and so on and so forth. I don't let my children use this addictive psyops uh, digital dopamine. They all are coming out saying, don't let your child near it. Because as we have pointed out in our very alarming discoveries and our research for our Citizens Intelligence Report, this is a very dangerous thing, and it should not be allowed. We should have a moratorium on it. And we should learn what these things are before we start incorporating them. And basically having no moral overview, no philosophy of science, and no stopping of technical innovation. No one is looking at whether these things can harm human beings. The studies that are done, very short. They get this stuff out, we'll have 5G. 5G is already coming in through your cable, folks. Sorry, what we've told you has already happened. We didn't know how bad it is. And every day we look, we see that it's worse. But every day that we look, we also see more and more antidotes, more and more things you can do, more and more actions you can take, referendums, uh, uh, petitions, uh, approaching your uh, representatives, your senators, at the state, at the federal level. There's a lot that you can do. And as soon as people wake up, it's like what's happening with Facebook. People are waking up. And they're saying wait a second wait 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 this is a drug this is a digital drug yes it is folks and it was planned that way so what we need to do is don't continue to take the pill that keeps you asleep take the pill that wakes you up this is a new awakening and so we call in john barnwell whenever we can't quite get uh, the full you know uh, high elevation view or perhaps the very very deep view and his insight in this area is actually profound. We could go on discussing many things. I didn't want to, I tried to get him off into other topics, as you know, I'm good at that. But um, there are many things that can help. And John, we want to thank you today for being with us uh, because what we're trying to do is make sure this conversation stays open and the lines of communication reveal what is really going on, that machine intelligence is in a war against human intelligence. And we're on the side of human intelligence in case you wondered. So John, thank you for being with us today.